0: Welcome to another episode of the Religion Law Podcast, where you learn about religious freedom and other religion law-related topics through a short question-and-answer format. I'm your host, Michael Fielding. Let's see how you do on today's quiz. Welcome to Religion Law Quiz number 33, numero 33. All right, the last couple of Religion Law Quizzes have been Easy, relatively easy to understand. Today's quiz is going to be a little bit more difficult Uh and, and probably will feel like a little less applicable to you personally. But this is one of these areas of the law. It's important that we understand it. Uh It's a you know, it's an aspect of religion law generally that we hear about a lot. It may not impact us like specifically or directly in our own personal lives much. But it's good to understand the Supreme Court's thinking and rationale when it deals with these issues. OK, so here is the quiz. Uh, in 2019, the Supreme Court identified four considerations which show that retaining religiously expressive monuments that were previously established is very different from adopting or erecting new ones. What were the four considerations that the Supreme Court identified? Identified. Hmm, good question. Now, while you're mulling that one in your mind, let me give you a little bit of context for it. Uh, this particular case we're going to be talking about, it's it's the American Legion versus American Humanist Association. Uh, and it's dealing with this uh a situation, an example where uh maybe decades, many decades ago, there was a war fought. Uh, the community comes together, the community erects a monument to the fallen soldiers, and what frequently happens, uh, when you have these monuments erected is that there will be some sort of religious insignia that's used in it. Uh, I think most frequently the cross, uh, is used in these, uh, historical, uh, landmarks that were, or expressive monuments that were created. And so the, uh, and what the Supreme Court is wrestling with here or dealing with is this question that uh, how can you tell uh, or what are these four considerations that show that retaining religiously expressive monuments that were previously established is very different from adopting or erecting new ones? What are the four considerations the Supreme Court identified? Well, and I'll say up front if I hadn't read the decision, I wouldn't even know the answer either. So if if you don't know the answer, you can feel good about it. But again, it's good to hear what the Supreme Court said. So here's what the Supreme Court said. I'm going to read this quote again from the American Legion versus uh, American Humanist Association decision 2019. I'll put the quotation in the show notes. Here's what the Supreme Court said, quote, at least four considerations show that retaining established, religiously expressive monuments, symbols, and practices is quite different from erecting or adopting new ones. First, these cases often concern monuments, symbols, or practices that were first established long ago, and thus identifying their original purpose or purposes may be especially difficult. Second, as time goes by, the purposes associated with an established monument, symbol, or practice Often multiply, as in the Ten Commandments monuments addressed in the Van Orden and McCreary County versus American Civil Liberties Union of Kentucky decisions. Even in the, even if the monument's original purpose was infused with religion, the passage of time may obscure that sentiment and the monument may be retained for the sake of its historical significance or its place in a common cultural heritage. Third, the message of a monument, symbol, or practice may evolve, uh, as is the case with a city name like Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Arizona's motto, Detat Deuce, Deus, which means God enriches," adopted in 1964, or Maryland's flag, which has included two crosses since 1904. Familiarity itself can become a reason for preservation. Fourth, When time's passage imbues a religiously expressive monument, symbol, or practice with this kind of familiarity and historical significance, removing it may no longer appear neutral, especially to the local community. The passage of time thus gives rise to a strong presumption of constitutionality, close quote. All right. So what are the key practical takeaways from today's decision? Well, I think. Uh, where we see this most frequently is you'll have a monument, you know, could have been erected 150 years ago, 100 years ago, uh, you know, whatever the amount of time. It's, it's been a long time ago. It's been there for, for literally many decades. And you will at times see certain groups challenging these monuments, wanting them to be taken down, uh, with essentially the argument that it's violating the establishment clause somehow that this is somehow a, a an endorsement of religion by the government and the supreme court said hey we we have these four considerations as to whether or not you know the monument should be taken down or or it shouldn't be and and, and you can as you listen to these four factors you can tell that there's kind of this Common theme, which is, Hey, has this thing been around for a long time? And if so, we're probably going to keep it. Now, I know that's a very broad overgeneralization, and some people may disagree with that kind of off the cuff shorthand reference, but that's kind of the fill that you get when you read through these factors. Cause let's, let's go through these four factors really quick. One, uh, the first factor is that the, the monument symbol or practice was established long ago. Uh, Second, uh, are the purposes associated with the monument? Have they multiplied or grown or differed? So, you know, maybe the monument originally had kind of meaning A, but over time it's come to take on maybe meanings B and C, which might be different from the original meaning of meaning A. Uh, Third, and third number three is really close to number two, has the message of the monument evolved? Uh, and I guess that's close to number two, which is saying that the practice multiplies or something like that. Uh, and then four, uh, what the, the fourth factor here is that when time's passage imbues a religiously expressive monument symbol or practice with this kind of familiarity and historical significance, removing it may no longer appear neutral, especially to the local community. So they're saying, hey, if it's been around for a long time and if suddenly we just want to get rid of it, the local community may say eh, that doesn't feel neutral. So and that's why you see what the Supreme Court says here at the end of this quote, that the passage of time gives rise to a strong presumption of constitutionality. So at any rate, that's the the summary of the law in that regard. Uh, Good to know. Again, this is an area that, you know, probably is not going to impact you directly. Although my guess is that, you know, wherever you live, there might be, say, some monument that's been around for a really long time that you've become familiar with. And then when somebody goes to remove it, obviously, if there's some sort of religious insignia associated with it, This is going to be one of the tests, one of the factors that a court would look at in determining whether or not the monument or symbol should be taken down or if it should be maintained. So, all right, well, that does it for today's quiz. Hopefully this has been educational. We'll see you again on the next quiz. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Remember, religion law quizzes are for educational purposes only and are not intended to be relied upon as legal advice. If you have found this episode to be helpful, please share it and leave a review. Until we meet again, keep being an influence for good.